2: Of what uh, we bring to the table.
0: Join the show by calling into 435 752 1069 or text 435
1: 339
2: 0321. It's the Full Court Press.
3: Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. We want to give away a pair of tickets to go see Utah State take on UConn tomorrow. I don't keep thinking it's tomorrow. Maybe since we have high school football tonight, it's throwing me off. It's actually Saturday at 2 o'clock, but we're giving away tickets tonight here on the Full Court Press. So you have time tomorrow to come by and pick them up and get to the stadium. Um, We're trying to grow the 106.9 The Fan Twitter following. So go to Twitter, follow at one zero six nine the fan. That's us. Yep. And uh then retweet what was just posted a few moments ago. In all caps, Utah State ticket giveaway exclamation point. <laughs> this is very scientific. We've put a lot of thought and research into the words we're using here. <laughs> and then it says to win, follow this account, retweet this tweet, giveaway by six PM.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really uh, that simple. We're gonna try and pin it to our account. Of course, we're not gonna we're not gonna tweet anything before this giveaway, so it'll be the one at the top. <laughs> but basically, yeah, we're gonna do a lot of good things with the Twitter account. It's kind of been dormant. Uh, we'll be doing some fun things. So this isn't just a we're trying to make our egos big bigger by having a higher follow count. We're gonna be doing a lot of things. So you'll want to follow the Twitter account going forward as we. We move into the modern age. Social media is the thing, so yes, uh, we'll have a lot of fun things uh, with this account going forward. Seeing some followers already taking place—that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, so they've already got like three or four retweets. Appreciate I, it. I'm technically one of them, but I'm uh, ineligible to win. So.
3: You're helping pass it along to a greater audience. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what that's what I'm doing. I quote tweeted.
3: I didn't technically just retweet. I quote tweeted it. So yes, I need to do the <laughs> same. Before we do that, though, four four seven four on our full court press text line. Uh, I've listened to your show for years and have yet to hear anything about my kids' t-ball team. False advertising. <laughs> your kids' t-ball team is a thing. There, you've heard it. We've covered it. I
1: hope they do well. I've literally covered Little League Baseball in this valley. That's been part of my career. It was a really weird experience. Because it's just it's just so different. And you're, <laughs> you're literally talking about kids that are like 8 years old. Yeah, ten. that would be different. It
3: was, it was during the summer, if you couldn't guess. No, oh, yeah, it must have been in the sports desert around here. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of different things to discuss. Uh, Utah State taking on UConn Saturday, not tomorrow. We have high school football taking place tonight and tomorrow. We have some NFL preseason games taking place with some former Aggies involved. Uh, We've got, uh, there was a big trade, not really a big trade, but there was a trade in the NBA involved the Utah Jazz. Patrick Beverly heading to Los Angeles and Utah getting in exchange, Talon Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson from the Lakers. Some younger players with size and length to help Utah, two ingredients that have been lacking on that squad for a, a little while. So, you know, how much do they really help the Utah Jazz move forward as an organization and as a franchise uh, and a little bit later on tonight, we'll be doing the uh, pick six, predicting the six things we think might happen this weekend. Yep, we get to do uh, Utah State stuff. Not as right. all true. three of
1: mine are Utah State related. So,
3: uh, one of the lines should be: Will Jason win? Uh, what is it now? It's his seventh in a row. I need to go back and count Eighth how many row? it is.
1: It's weird because it's not like weeks, because like we didn't do it for like three weeks because right. I was We've had gone a few and here sick and, there and off. But bottom line is, though, you have not lost. It's been since late June was when I won my first one, so it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've had the title belt for, like, two months now.
3: <laughs> I need
1: to, like, make a title belt. Yeah, I need, a, I need to go, like, go to one of the local shops here and just, like, all right, I need a title belt. What does it say? Pick six. <laughs> this is my pick six belt.
3: It's the belt. Uh, 4474, I don't have Twitter. Y'all have a MySpace account? <laughs> AOL, I wouldn't I would know that. I'm not old enough. AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> it's on there. Tie it on the leg of a bird. <laughs> send it our way. Uh, yeah, the the way to give away these uh, these tickets. Got to follow the account uh, and then retweet it. So we've seen some followers. Yeah, and we'll we'll gotta make ra- sure you retweet it too. Yeah, we'll randomly uh,
1: we'll uh, randomly select from the list of retweeters. Um. That's a weird thing to say, retweeters. Um, I'll basically use a random n- number generator, probably, and then just pick somebody.
3: How about that? A future Aggie uh, football player is following the account now. There you go. Yeah, Britton Watts. He U- wants some. He wants some tickets. USU football, twenty twenty three. Nice. Wants to go watch his future team. I know, Beat up not? on UConn. Why not get some free tickets? Um so, just recapping last hour, uh, the Patrick Beverly to the Lakers. Jazz get Talon Horton Tucker and uh, Stanley Johnson, young players, not really expensive guys who need development. Mostly, this is a Talon Horton Tucker deal. It's really to get him. Um, lengthy. He's a like seven foot one wingspan. So, somebody who who could be a great defensive player on the perimeter. Um, he is somebody who is described as. Uh, a bit of a, uh, a, a shot creator. Um, and he averaged, according to some advanced stats, he averaged five assists per 36 minutes in 2021. But then that dropped to about 3.8 last season. So he's had some slippage in some areas. His three-point percentage, kind of his uh, his assists, and a few things. But it's I don't know, that's a hard Laker team to really get... Um, any kind of a rhythm and opportunity to grow on when you've got guys like LeBron James and Anthony Davis and a lot of other veterans that were on that team. So maybe an opportunity with a, a greater expanded role on a team. Yeah, we'll we'll see. One of my uh
1: kind of go-to catch-all metrics that I like to go to to get at least maybe a kind of idea. It's a 538's Raptor metric. Um has him as a negative on offense uh, the last couple of years. A lot of that probably just from some inefficiency and being young. It's really hard to be a positive on offense when you're 20, 21 years old and not like a really good three-point shooter. But defensively, he's done all right. In 2020, 20, 21, so uh, two years ago, not this last season, he was uh, a positive defender, like a plus 1.1. 1. 1. Um, which is hard to give the full context of how good that is. It's obviously a, an above average, a pretty decent above average defender. Um, this last year, dead even it is 0.0, which on a really bad Lakers team was actually probably pretty good. Uh, given his role being a, you know, an even defender is actually probably somewhat impressive given the context and situation, which these numbers don't always manage to capture that. So, he should be a decent defender. We'll see how he fits in with the system and all that, but I think he could be a you know, at least a defensive player. You you really wish that he could become a 3 and D player, but I don't think he's ever going to develop into that. I he'll struggle to become league average at best. So it'll be tricky to play him when he can't space the floor. So if he can add some scoring and defense, then maybe it can make up for the fact that, you know, it, it's hard to play 6'4 guys who can't shoot.
2: Because yeah.
1: eventually they just kind of wash out because, like, well, we can't play you. because there's really only one position where you can just get away with just not being a shooter, and that's center. That's a center. Everywhere wow. else you have to be able to shoot or they have to find, you know, they they have to find, like, a, a shooting center. You know what the Bucks did with Brook Lopez. He can shoot as a center, Helps that, you know, the fact that Giannis can't shoot a three. He's like in the mid-20s. So, you know, he, he's got to at least get above 30%. But like I said, he's he's been dropping ever since his rookie year when he was just above
3: 30%. And, and Utah has guys back on that coaching staff who have a lot of experience developing players. So I think there's some hope there that Utah can take you know, this raw talent and, and improve it mold it uh we don't really know what will hardy is going to be like as a head coach it's just a zero track record there so um it's just a it's a big guessing game right now been, anybody tries to project and predict what's going to happen i mean they don't know yeah it's been
1: forever since i remembered that utah has a new head coach <laughs> <laughs> i haven't thought about the jazz for a while um 1570 says, I'm kind of intrigued by Stanley Johnson. He kind of lit up the Jazz last season when they played them in LA. I think he's got some potential in the right system. Well, we kind of talked about this where he's a good athlete, and if he can do some of the small things, he can be a good role player. And he'll have a
3: few breakout games. When you're that athletic, it happens. Well, Talon Horton Tucker, he's averaging around 10 points a game, but one of the last games of the season, he went off for 40. Yeah. So he has that potential. It's not what you see every night, but Stanley Johnson, kind of the same. It's not what you see every night, but there's a potential. But really, we need to get back to what can we see every night. That's what's going to make the difference. You're going to see a pretty
1: inconsistent Stanley Johnson. He'll make boneheaded plays. Um, Maybe not so much boneheaded that he's a little more of a veteran, but just he won't be able to do the things you want him to do. He's just not going to be able to, you know, take a man off the dribble. He's going to struggle a little bit shooting. I can't remember what his three-point percentage was, and I.
3: Uh, his, Stanley Johnson's three-point percentage is yeah. at thirty-one percent. Yeah, so he's, he's on been, average, over his last few years.
1: Yeah, so not great. Well below average, league average. So there's going to be some some frustrating things. He'll be a body out there, rebound, do a little defense. He'll have a couple of games where he scores 15-ish points, uh, depending on what role he has. I'm guessing he has to play because there's nobody else there to play that, especially if they trade Boyon. So we'll get a little, little better idea what to expect out of Stanley Johnson when they
3: finish up their roster
1: by preseason.
3: Yeah, I'm actually just looking to see what the roster looks like as of today. Um, so right now at the point guard position, yep, you're likely starting five. Mike Connolly uh, would, would be a starter. Yeah. Um,
1: Donovan Mitchell at the Donovan moment. Donovan Mitchell
3: right now is still on the roster. He'd be the, uh, the number two uh, off guard. Uh, small forward. Yeah. Um, it depends on who you're wanting to play at small forward and who you think can step in at power forward because Boyan Bogdanovich is filling in one of those spots. That I think you're probably right. I think that's probably more likely than not that Boyan slides to that small forward position and Jared Vanderbilt plays at the power forward. Yeah. And then... Udoku at your, as your center? You'd think
1: they'd sign a veteran center at some point because you cannot go into the season no matter no matter how much you're tanking you cannot roll with Yudoka Azabuki and Walker Kessler as your two centers with Jared Vanderbilt filling in as a small ball five every now and again that that would be like the worst center rotation that has ever existed <laughs> you'd have to go down to junior high levels be a to terrible find worse recipe. <laughs> it's just
3: we're okay with playing small ball but uh not bad ball not bad ball yeah uh, the thing is Walker Kessler's
1: seven foot with a seven five wingspan. Yudoka's like seven foot seven one with a seven eight wingspan. That's a huge ball lineup, but they're both you know, Asbuki can kind of service as a twenty-four minutes per game starting pseudo starting center, you know, fill in with some other guys. Um kind of the way that Zubak was doing in LA for a while. Um Kessler's just not ready for big minutes, I don't think, unless he's a lot better than I think he is. So, y- you feel like you have to sign veteran centers, and they're floating everywhere. You can find them laying on the ground usually. <laughs> they're not doing anything else. They're seven feet
3: tall and 260 pounds. What else are they doing for society right now? Uh, 1570. I think it was a good trade for both teams. Obviously, Lakers are looking to win now. With Beverly being 34 years old and being paid as much as he was, I don't think it was a bad deal for Utah. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, there's. You know, when when you're trying to say who wins this trade,
1: well, it's the kind of trade where both teams got what they want, and if they get nothing out of the trade, neither of them lose. Maybe you could say the Lakers lose um, if they get nothing out of Patrick Beverly and Talon Horton Tucker turns out to be a decent rotation player. But the thing is, for Horton Tucker, he might be a good rotation player in like three years, which even then, the Lakers can't use him now. So what good is he anyway? They want to win this year. That's basically all they have left is this year. Because after that, things are going downhill fast. So, Talon Horton Tucker is not useful to them this year, neither Stanley Johnson. Patrick Beverly can be. So, like I said, you you can't call winners and losers because what they had was useless to them. So, they had to give it for it's a chance, which
3: isn't much, but it's better than nothing. That's true. So just looking at the roster, just looking at the backcourt right now. You got Mike Connolly, Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Malik Beasley. I've f- forgotten about Malik Beasley. <laughs> yeah, he's still around. Here's a guy who can get in and score. Uh, Jared Butler, who's deeper on the bench, trying to make some progress. Same with Leandro Bolmarrow who was uh, part of that trade. And then there's also Nikhil Alexander Walker, who we saw in limited action, not because he was injured, but we just didn't see him. So, but that's a that's a pretty crowded backcourt for Utah, and they still need some
1: size. Yeah, they do. That's that's why with Stanley Johnson's, like, well, in the absence of other people, they brought in uh, Simone Fontecchio. He's at least a six foot eight body, who can play smaller power forward. Probably better at the power forward, uh, based on a somewhat lack of athleticism. <laughs> he may not be strong enough to play power forward, but got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the guards, it's, it is true because, yeah, there's guys that we want to get time. We're going to want Talon Horton Tucker to get time. We're going to want Jared Butler to get time. I'm still, I'm still pounding the pulpit for Jared Butler, especially him at point guard. I think he could be making really good point guard. Um, yeah, with Beasley, who's a spark sc- spark plug scorer. Jared, or Jordan Clarkson's like that.
3: Horton Tucker could be like that. It's, True. It's, it's tough. And then there's the Italian, <coughs> who's uh, who, who the Jazz signed in free agency. In this that off-season. was Fontecchio. Yes. I just mentioned him. Simone Fontecchio. Oh, you did mention him. Yeah. Yeah, sorry.
1: Paris Bass is the other guy they signed. Oh, he's, uh, yes. He's, he's not Italian. That may be the guy you were thinking of. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. So they signed him. So they signed another six foot eight, but he might be only six seven, but you know,
3: same difference. So really, I mean, there's there's gonna be more movement on this roster. Yeah. There, <laughs> Danny Ainge, Justin Zanuck, Ryan Smith, they're not done. Uh I can all but guarantee that there will be more movement on this roster. Four four seven four. Thank you for finally mentioning my son's T ball team. Eric, you would be interested to know AJ played in that league and didn't even hit his weight. <laughs> Tell you if I hit my weight, I'd make the All-Star team. <laughs> uh 1570. Maybe this new coach won't be so stuck on certain lineups and actually let some of these young guys play a little more. Yeah, that was one of the day-to-day things they get mad at Quinn Snyder over. Obviously that's not
1: why he ends up um I guess I guess he quit. They didn't fire him. <laughs> yeah. They were willing to live with that fact. Um, Yeah, it felt like he was married to certain lineups and kind of screwed over a couple of guys that just
3: were never going to make the lineups. Uh, One of the roster spots that the Jazz have that, I don't know, maybe life will be different with some familiarity there, but Rudy Gay is still on the roster. Might be a little too
1: old at this point to make an impact. He's going
3: to be a trade fodder. He's thirty six. Um he didn't play because he was hurt. He didn't play because he didn't respect Quinn Snyder. Um so he's also
1: probably finally made it over the hill where he kind of had that one last good season where at least as a as a role player, a defensive role player and they signed him to maybe try and have one more, you know, kind of what Joe Johnson did in Utah where he had that one more last gasp good role player. But instead, it was more like year two of Joe Johnson, where they just couldn't get anything out of him. He was just done. There's nothing left in the tank, at least at the NBA level. Yeah, Joe well, Johnson's
3: still playing professional basketball. And there but. are rumors that Rudy Gay could have, but um, he and Quinn Snyder were not seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Yeah. Not pretty. Which is weird they end up signing here. <laughs> I guess they just... Well, he had a, a connection to San Antonio, and looked like maybe he would, could fill a role. Utah State one or Utah State, Utah Jazz, trying to find a way where they could go five out, go small ball. Rudy Gay could be the, the, the pseudo center. Except Quinn Snyder categorically refuses
1: to play small ball line. I know. So like, I like.
3: Why did you make him? that move if you're never gonna if you're not gonna adapt to
1: it? Yeah, when they signed him, I thought, are they gonna do it? But I was like, Quinn Snyder's not going to do it, right? This is the man who, if depending on how much he was in charge of, somebody in Utah's uh, personnel department, be it Lindsey Quinn Snyder or whatever, fell in love with guys who have seven, eight wingspans. Because of the guys who had, or I think seven, seven plus wingspans. Of like the five players who had wingspans of seven, seven or more, Jazz owned three of them last year. I don't know how. How they got obsessed with getting guys that are seven feet tall and have giant wingspans. But they went on and did it because they got Gobert, Hassan Wideside, and Azubuki. Because apparently that, that's what they wanted. They wanted giant centers who could rim protect. You know, because that was their thing is they had Rudy Gobert, and then their goal was to have a second Rudy Gobert. And that was all they do. That was all Quinn Snyder would ever play. He'd never play small ball because then, oh, I don't have a Rudy Gobert to funnel blocks, you know, funnel into. To block the paint. So, like, it almost felt like he didn't know how to do small ball. Right. Because he just refused to. He just didn't adapt. It was like, I have this defensive system. This is how basketball works. My four perimeter players, no matter how awful turnstile defense they are, their job is to be a turnstile to Rudy Gobert or my other seven foot, seven, seven wingspan guy, and he'll block the shot for them. And that was his defensive scheme. That's massively undersimplifying it and incredibly insulting, <laughs> but that's what it felt like at times with the lineups they played. They didn't, he didn't know how to adjust and be versatile, which is what a lot of other coaches were able to do. And
3: he wouldn't, he wasn't patient enough for it to develop. Yeah, try it for a little bit, and guys are you know, not grasping it. Oh, I'll just go back to the way things are. Yeah, and they get had Rudy a, back
1: out there. And they had a bunch of potential small ball guys. Some of them were a little too young, maybe. Um, with Rudy Gay, veteran, knows how to do his stuff, but, eh, no. Rudy Gobert, Hassan Whiteside, get him out there. If they, have a, if they have a giant wingspan, I want him out there. Doesn't matter how good they are. Doesn't matter if Desmond Baines on the draft board or Jalen McDaniels. I want a giant center.
3: <laughs> Despite how the league is changing. Yeah, I, I'm not mad about it. 435 339 0321, if you want to weigh in. Um, interesting. Uh, To this point of the season, college football season is upon us. Week zero, which I don't know why they call it that. It's the start of college football. Because there's only like six games. But um, there are some preseason rankings coming out. We talked about ESPN SP Plus the other day. Now the Athletic has ranked 1 through 131 in college football. Uh, ESPN has grouped teams in a different tiers where do they place the aggies uh the athletic has a tier system of coaches so there's a lot of different things looking at uh some interesting publications projecting this upcoming season for college football uh we'll get into that and then also pick six the six things we think are going to happen this upcoming weekend it's all ahead here on the full court press
0: Back to school time is here. You have a lot to do to get the kids ready, which includes new glasses. Crystal Vision can help. For a limited time, save 30% off frames and lenses for your child ages 18 and under. Plus, flex spending is due, so now is the time to get your order in. Send them back to school in style and save 30% off. Nobody has the style and fashion to choose from like Crystal Vision. Gold medal winner Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com.
2: DD Auto & Salvage is going to pay you the most for junk vehicles. You can get rid of your junk vehicles today. DD Auto & Salvage makes it so easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles by paying you the most money possible. Pickup is available. If you have metal, DD Auto and Salvage and Logan wants to pay you today. Call 787-1204. That's 787-1204 today. See store for details. This, keeping on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Debo Samuel, there's nobody like Debo Samuel in the NFL. You know, if I'm Seattle, I would try to create a Debo Samuel 2.0 with DK Metcalf. I would get him incorporated in the offense a little bit more, not just as somebody catching passes, but line him up in the backfield, let him do what Debo does.
0: Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. They never could play it, but they sure can talk about it. Eric Franson and Jason Walker on the Full Court Press.
1: Welcome back to the show. Full Core Press. Reaching into our second hour. Eric ran up to the front, so I'm having to take over the board really quick. But we are gonna get into some more, as he teased before the break, uh, we're gonna get into some of these rankings that a lot of uh, you know websites have been doing. Mentioned ESPN, we talked about SP Plus, um, the Athletic, as he, as he mentioned, they did a 1-31 to 31 ranking, all the teams. Hey, Eric, you're back. <laughs> Took over the show for you. Um, so we'll get into that in a second. Uh, I'm going to give this back to Eric really quick. You want to take over the mic now? Because I, I moved seats, so <laughs> so I, I just stole his seat. Now all my notes are over there, too. You're going to have to pass me that in a minute. I, I got to turn your mic on now. I didn't turn that mic on since there was nobody sitting there. <laughs>
3: no, nah, I'm sorry.
1: I assume I assume it was really important. Going well, to the bathroom is a really important
3: thing. You no, know, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a bathroom break. We've we've been giving away tickets to the Rocky Mountain kickoff, and I went up to discover like the uh, front office is closed, unfortunately. So if you haven't gun come by to pick up your tickets yet, well the front office is closed. But then I discovered there are a there are a lot of tickets have not been claimed yet. So, <laughs> I don't know what to do at this point. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's, just go, uh, t- I'll just hand them out to people as I walk by. I'll, I'll walk over and just hand them to people. You know what
3: I'm going to do? I'm going to put them in an envelope, and I will attach it to our front door. Stop by, and if you want some tickets, just take what you can take. There you go. I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. I'll do that during our next break. Which maybe we should take here sooner than later. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> then we can reset. <laughs> Probably should get back to our old seats with our old notes. Yeah,
1: so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the uh, the athletics one to thirty-one uh, ranking.
3: Right. Yeah. We've so the athletic <laughs> ranked uh, all the teams in in college football. Uh, they also um, put. You know, they, coaches coaches in different tiers so who do you think in the mountain West is in the highest tier and who's in the who are in the lowest I'll give you a clue there's a bunch together in the same group
1: yeah they put like four in the same group I think three or four
3: so we'll get into that we'll uh I'm gonna put these tickets up front 810 west we'll do this, this is general call out 810 west 200 north uh that's the radio stations. If you want some tickets to go to the Rocky Mountain kickoff, there's going to be a bunch of tickets. Some of these are stapled in sets of four. Some of them are just loose. Come get as many tickets as you think you need to go to the football game tonight.
1: There's probably 12 of them?
3: Uh, At least. There's probably close to like 20.
1: We had 16, I think, to begin with.
3: These aren't all from us. These are from other uh, station giveaways, other things that were going on, social media. So there's, uh, there's a good handful of tickets here. So got a bunch of friends, your family. Uh, just stop by. I'm going to put them in an envelope and take what you need.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who are going to show up to this game and they don't know they're going to get free tickets. Yeah. Right there. Missed opportunity.
3: 810 West, 200 North and Logan. I'm going to go put them in an envelope right now.
1: <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and take another break. Uh, that way we can get back to our proper seats. Uh, and... <laughs> Eric will have time to go run out. I'll I'll, I'll buy him as much time as possible since last time he didn't make it back in time. But anyway, we'll take another break here really quick, and then we'll have an extra long segment where we get to talk about some of these rankings when we come
2: back i'm here with mark anderson from anderson seed and garden mark can you tell us a little about your experience with ChemDry of northern utah you know our carpets get really dirty at anderson seed and garden and we clean every january our timing is is kind of difficult i called daryl and he was amazing to work around our schedule they came in and cleaned our carpets they looked like brand new when they were all done and uh, they've just been amazing to work with
0: 752
1: This is Deputy Brad Nelson with the Cache County Sheriff's Office. Schools are back in session throughout the valley, which means kids are going to be out on the roads during the morning and afternoon commutes. Law enforcement will be patrolling school zones where the speed limits are 20 miles per hour. Also, watch out for crosswalks and crossing guards. We're asking citizens to be alert while driving and help us keep kids safe. Thank you.
3: Back to school means back to
2: massive laundry piles. Get a washer that can handle your busy laundry schedule. Head to Daryl's today for a deal worth your time. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance, and we have a GE front-load laundry pair with a 4.8-cubic-foot washer and a 7.8-cubic-foot dryer for only $17.96 for the pair. Hurry! Stock is limited. See store for details. Darrell's Appliance, service and sales west on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Needham Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our Integrity Price Guarantee with financing available An investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged, SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock.
0: It's the return of the Rocky Mountain Kickoff. A high school football doubleheader played inside the USU Football Stadium on Thursday, August 25th in the 6-30 game. The Preston Indians take on the South Severe Rams. The 8:30 game features the Logan Grizzlies versus Bonneville Bees of Idaho Falls. Tickets are only $5 and available now at the USU ticket office or by calling one 888 State one Also online at UtahStateAggies.com. The Rocky Mountain Kickoff. Thursday, August 25th. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press, on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: So three minutes wasn't long enough for Eric to run to the front of the building and, uh, Put the tickets down. I may have to go look for him during the next break. See if he shows up. But for now, we're going to keep things going here on the Full Court Press. Jason Walker, theoretically, Eric Franson is, oh, there he is. He's running up now. He's back. You were late again, Eric. Now, I'm going to turn your mic on now. There you go.
3: Ah, uh, Sorry. I moved my notes over now, so I'm just going to take over.
1: Uh, you go for it. You got it now. <laughs> all right. I'm going to have all your fancy stuff.
3: <laughs> sorry, 2197 uh, showed up. Uh, won some tickets, so it was fun talking. It's always fun talking to our listeners. There you go. And then uh, put the rest of our tickets on our front door. So if you want tickets tonight, you want to go to the football game doubleheader on Merlin Olson Field, stop by 810 West, 200 North. We will not judge you. Take as many or as, as few tickets as you want, but they're there.
1: I will judge you if you don't take enough tickets. Because <laughs> I'll be there. And, you, and turn behind at the box and wave at me. I'll, I probably won't be paying attention to you, but you can wave at me. I'll be up there. So, <laughs> all right. So let's let's talk about the tiers. You mentioned that right before we went to break. You now, which teams are in the uh, top tiers? There's like 24 tiers that this writer put all of, all 131 college football programs into.
3: Yeah, uh, this is on ESPN uh, tiers for uh, grouping <laughs> teams in different groups in different tiers. So. The highest tier for Mountain West schools was in Tier 10. And it was called... And each tier had a label. And this label was, for this grouping, the system is rigged. <laughs> Meaning, you can have a good year, but you're not likely to get into the college football playoff. Yeah. It's, just, it's not going to happen for you.
1: This tier is full of good G5 programs. Right.
3: And the Mountain West teams in Tier 10 are Air Force, Boise State, Fresno State... And San Diego State, Uh, the next highest uh, team in a tier is uh, is Tier 16, and that has the Utah State Aggies. Only a couple of teams in there, but the label there is trending down in G5. Yeah, and I don't get the trending
1: down because they say, okay, you have Utah State have maybe a fluke season. A lot of people from the outside are going to see it as a fluke season. And it kind of is. Because they've had three of these seasons in ten years. So it kind of makes them a bit of a fluke. Although, you think they're trending up considering they had like zero of them in like the 50 years before that. So, you'd think they'd be trending up. And especially, and I looked this up. Last four seasons, they have a record of 30 and 16. You know how many teams have at least 30 wins. In the last four seasons, forty FBS teams. That's fairly exclusive company. Okay, you know, That's top not bad. Top third of the FBS in total wins the last four years, but you know, trending down. <laughs> the okay. rationale
3: was that you know this is teams like Louisiana, Northern Illinois, UTSA. So the the definition was there, or their explanation was well, you know, the star the stars aligned for these teams last year. And it'll be tough to replicate. Okay, if you're talking about
1: specific ones, it felt like these were more like talking about programs. Maybe they're tiering them just for this season, and in that sense, I can kind of get that. But if we're talking programs, they're not trending down. If it, if it is just this season, which maybe I'm getting the idea wrong, I can get saying, okay, Utah State's going to take a step back. Because they will. We both predicted them to go 8-4. and four. But even then, is that really trending down? It's just a slight step back from one of the better seasons in program history.
3: True. Agreed. Uh, the next grouping is Tier 18. It has a couple of Mountain West schools in it, San Jose State and Wyoming. And this is a – man, Ohio, and Michigan have a lot more teams than you think, which I don't really understand. <laughs>
1: I understand, because there are a lot of teams in Ohio and Michigan. Uh,
3: a lot of directional Michigan schools there, but they've lumped San Jose State and Wyoming with that group. Yeah. Uh, then there's the uh, Tier 21, and that's Diamonds in the Rough. And that includes Colorado State and UNLV. I get the Colorado State. not sure that I get the UNLV. The, the, uh, the Rebels had a lot of close losses last year. They were competitive, couldn't find a way to get over the hump. Kind of uh you know, po- kind of opposites of Utah State where they were in a lot of games, but they found ways to win. UNLV was in a lot of games, but didn't quite find ways to win.
1: They found ways to lose. Right. Which is usually how Utah State did it. Um but I don't know, yeah, I'm I'm kind of really with you where I feel like Colorado State may be more of a diamond in the rough. I was actually surprised with where the athletic put Colorado State. Uh, I don't know if you checked that. I did did. put that.
3: I did note that. Uh, Yes. It's,
1: um, but you finish out the you finish out all the. Well, there's a few
3: more. Uh, Then there's tier 23, and that's Hawaii, New Mexico, Nevada, and that's labeled it could be worse.
1: (laughs) It could be because there's one more tier.
3: And that last year is 24, and its label is "See, we told you it could be worse," (laughs) and that includes Yukon. Uh, Alabama, just for interesting uh, point here. Alabama is tier number one, the clear favorites. Uh, BYU is in, uh, assuming Utah is in tier number three, rising stars, and BYU is in tier number six, the under the radar gems. So yeah, that's how ESPN kind of grouped teams. Now the Athletic grouped coaches, and this is interesting to kind of note. The, the tiers that they put together for coaches in college football and the highest-ranked coach in the Mountain West. Have you seen this list? Have you seen these tiers?
1: I don't know. I, saw, I heard about the list. I don't know if we talked about it much before the show, so I forgot to look up the list itself.
3: Okay, so you haven't seen it. So who would you guess is in the highest tier among Mountain West coaches?
1: I may have seen somebody's reactions. So was it Blake Anderson or was it Boise State's coach?
3: Neither one.
1: Is it Colorado State's coach?
3: Nope. It would be our good friend Coach Howdy Duty, Troy Calhoun. He's in tier number two for the Air Force Academy. Uh, a number of uh, Mountain West coaches in tier three. Blake Anderson, Craig Bull, Brady Hoke, Jay Norvell, and Jeff Tedford, which is interesting because they put Andy Avalos in tier four and Brent Brennan, so that's Boise State and San Jose State coaches respectively, and in Tier 5, Marcos Arroyo and uh, Danny Gonzalez. See, I don't get the
1: tons of love the Air Force gets. They deserve credit for being consistent. They're not, like, a great program. They win consistently. I don't think they've won the Mountain West yet, have they? No. So, like, like when they win, you know, ESPN puts them in the same tier as... Boise, Fresno, and SDSU. And maybe, and maybe again, that's maybe just a this season thing, which I guess it must be, because otherwise there's no explanation for Air Force being that high over, a, you know, a Utah State. Where, again, I think people are picking Air Force to beat Utah State, and I'm going to die on the hill that I think Utah State's going to beat Air Force in a close game, but I think Utah State's going to beat them.
3: Well, I mean, he's, uh, what, coming into his 17th season at Air Force? So he's kind of the elder statesman of the Mountain West. But uh they have a lot of guys coming back. So I kind of understand some of it, but I don't fully understand the love. I I just have a hard time getting behind Troy Calhoun. Yeah,
1: a lot of people do. With the
3: Verve and the vampire and all that weird stuff.
1: Yeah, and he deserves credit for what he's done. It's it's hard to build a successful football program at the, you know, the, the military academies because there are some serious limitations. Right. And you have to play gimmicky
3: offense. People aren't lining up to transfer to Air Force or transfer to Army. Yeah. You're signing up for more than just playing football if you do that.
1: Yeah, so it's like you have to find diamonds in the rough literally everywhere. And Calhoun does that consistently.
3: Right, true. Uh, and then I guess lastly, uh, just we're talking about rankings here. The Athletic ranked teams 1 through 131. Uh, James Madison is now at this level. So now there's 131 college football teams at this level. And have you seen this list?
1: I did. I looked it up, and I looked up where all the the different Mountain West schools
3: were. So at the top, they've got Fresno State, and they have them listed as a potential New Year's Six team, which I think that's respectable, and I can actually get behind that.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with, with Hayner. Mm-hmm. When you have that good of a quarterback, that gives you the kind of potential. It's like what Utah State had last season, when they have a record-setting quarterback, They gave them the potential to do what they did. So obviously, Hayner being more talented, bigger arm, and all that, maybe even fringe NFL prospect. Um, that gives them high-end potential. Plus, with the good team around him, that's the other thing is they have a good team around him. So,
3: and a respectable coach. Yep. And so that I think that's a program that'll be tough to beat in the Mountain West. Boise state at 46. San Diego state at 47. So those three top 50 teams. Uh USU coming in at 58. So the Aggies coming in as the number 4 team in their ranking.
1: Yeah, and I think that's it's higher than a lot of national outlets, the although you know the AP and coaches both put them a little higher. They put them in the 30s 40s depending on how you count the receiving votes and all that. So I think think the surprising thing was the gap between Fresno State and Boise State and San Diego State. Hmm. San Diego State returns a lot of great players. Their guys are all over the all-conference teams. So they have talent everywhere. Maybe not at, like, quarterback or some other places. Maybe they don't have the same depth. Maybe that's where people are worried about them. They'll have all the names, but, you know, none of the depth that you kind of need for football. You know, they didn't have their, like, 20 tight ends in the, the Mountain West Championship game, so...
3: <laughs> true, but, true. Uh, but they do put the Aggies ahead of Air Force. Yeah, so, and, Air and Force I, is I at 59. That. So, we have some rankings or posts that put Air Force a pretty good margin ahead of the Aggies. ESPN SP Plus puts Air Force at 53, USU at 77. But The Athletic puts the Aggies at 58, and Air Force at 59,
1: yeah. See, I lamented all, all we were talking about the uh, the preseason rankings, like the standings predictions. How nobody put Utah State at two um, in the in the division. Well, the athletic kind of by the way they rank these would put Utah State at number two, right, in their division.
3: That's true. Yeah, they would. Uh, just to finish it out real quick before we take another timeout, uh, San Jose State at number eighty-four. Colorado State at 110. Yeah, that's a surprise. That's a lot lower than I would have expected yeah. for the Rams. Wyoming at 111. Nevada at 113. So a couple teams really close to each other there. Hawaii at 123. UNLV at 124. And New Mexico at 126.
1: You mentioned, uh, you guys, you mentioned you guys being close to each other. Boise State, San Diego State ran next to each other. Air Force, Utah State ran next to each other. Colorado State, Wyoming, right next to each other. All those within one of each other. Then finally they go 124,
3: 126. So, <laughs> well, Hawaii 123, UNLV 124, so oh, they're back-to-back. So back. I missed that. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. So they all they all stick up right
1: next to each other.
3: That's right. So anyway, a couple different places, ranking teams in the Mountain West. Uh, a couple texts on this, 9315. I hope the rankings give USU more bulletin material to use on the team.
1: Less from the athletic one. They... Maybe Utah State doesn't think they're 58. but So maybe don't use the athletics. Use SP+. plus.
3: There you go. Uh, 0251, we missed this one earlier about our jazz discussion. I feel like Quinn did play small ball quite a bit when Rudy Gobert was hurt. It just didn't work. Biggest issue is a lack of perimeter defenders. Rudy had to be out there. Otherwise, there was no defense.
1: Yeah, we've, we've gone over that a lot. Yes.
3: Yep. Not Rudy's fault when the team had its defensive shortcomings. All right, we do need to take a timeout. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, there's still one more. And uh need to get to our pick six for this weekend, uh, the six things we think are going to happen, and see how close we are predicting the future.
1: Yep. We're going to go ahead and take that break, and then Eric can uh, take over when we come back.
0: Have you thought about your furnace lately? Of course not. It's hot outside. Now's a great time to start thinking about replacing it or having it serviced for fall and winter. Advanced Heating and Air will help you get some of the industry's best rebates on a new, high-efficient York furnace installed in your home. Or one of Advanced Heating and Air's service professionals can service your furnace for the upcoming winter season. Call today, 752-7272, or schedule a free estimate at advancedheating-ac.com york
2: install confidence cash valley is growing if you're new to the area or here for school you should pick up a free copy of the best of northern utah magazine that's where you'll find the area's top businesses voted on by our local community any service or product you might need, you'll find it in the Best of Northern Utah magazine. Pick up locations are throughout Cache Valley. For a location near you, visit bestofnorthernutah.com. Our local businesses are the heart of our community. So please support all of our business community by shopping local.
0: Best of Northern Utah.
2: Northern Utah United Soccer is excited to invite all four to seven year olds to the best introductory soccer program around beginning August 29th. This program is designed specifically to help introduce the incredible game of soccer to anyone four to seven years old. Kids will enjoy training sessions and weekly games that help them become comfortable with the ball along with game conduct and rules. Visit NorthernUtahUnited.com. That's NorthernUtahUnited.com For complete details, come play with Northern Utah United Soccer. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives, into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com.
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
3: Grant the Mobile Automotive is fast and affordable. But come to you, whether your vehicle's at your home or if you left it stranded somewhere at work or a local business, give them a call, 435-229-4345 also want to highlight our friends out at Mountain West Motor, Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership, 615 North Main. Great selection of trucks and SUVs on their lot, which have all been custom uh, customized, specially customized. So go see them at 615 North Main, or check out their inventory online at mwmotor.com. Uh, all right, it's uh, Thursday, which means it's time for... Your favorite time of the week. I know. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way.
0: It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever
3: since March Madness ended, I am so bored.
0: Six things we think will happen this
3: weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. All right, here's the drill. Jason has three lines. I have three. We encourage you to play along. Shout out your radio or podcast or whatever or tweet at us or tweet at us that's fine so jason you won you have the option if you want to go first or if you want to defer i think you went first last week
1: so i think i'm gonna go okay uh so number one passing yards by logan bonner
2: hope Uh, i didn't just steal one of
1: yours nope uh over under
3: 240.5 240 and a half um i'm gonna take the under
1: I'm going to take the under as well. I was hoping to draw you into the over there. <laughs> uh, Sacks by Utah State. Over under, three and a half. Ooh. Um, I'm going to take the over. <laughs> See, I want to take the over too. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the over. I was hoping you <laughs> take the under. Um, number three, uh, a bit of a shakeup from over-unders. Pick Utah State's leading receiver for the day. And this is yards, not uh, catches. So we can pick Brian Cobbs, Justin McGriff, Cal Van Lewin, or other, or you could say the field. Okay. So one of those options. Um, Better not take mine. I <laughs> don't want to pick the same as you three times in <laughs> a row. That's the risk of going first. Uh, I'm going to go with Cobbs. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Okay, well, I was gonna go with Cobb's, but I'm gonna switch it up, and I'm gonna go
3: with Van Leeuwen. Ooh, okay, AVL. All right, here are mine. Um, several Mountain West teams are involved in football games in Week Zero. Five of them, actually. So, wins by Mountain West teams in Week Zero, setting the line at two and a half. I'm gonna pick the over. I will also take the over. No, you know what? I'm gonna take the under. Be brave. I'm going to take the under. Be bold. Uh, USU rushing yards on Saturday against UConn. 195 and a half. That's a tough one. Um,
1: I'm
3: going to take the over. I'm going to go bold. I'm going to take the under. I moved that up last minute, so I'm going to go under. (laughs) Uh, And then finally, total touchdowns by former Aggies in the NFL this weekend in preseason games. So this is Thompson, this is Darwin Thompson, Devin Tompkins, Derek Wright, and Jalen Warren. So combined touchdowns from those four guys. Setting the line at two and a half. Let me go under. I'm gonna take the over. And then oh. do you have a uh, a tiebreaker? Um I don't know come up with a good tiebreaker.
1: We do this one, if we pick I'll pick something different from you. When does Logan Bonner throw his first interception? First half, second half, or never?
3: Ooh. Um, I'm going to say never. All right. I'll say first half then. Ooh, okay. All right. That's so, our pick six. There we go. I like that. Uh, So that's the tiebreaker. Got to make note of that. So, again, busy night tonight. Doubleheader on Merlin Olsen Field. We still have tickets. The games don't start until 6.30. So if you'd like to go, we've got tickets in an envelope taped to our door, 810 West, 200 North. But the games start on Merlin Field at 6.30, Preston versus South Severe. And then the later game, part of the doubleheader, is Logan versus Bonneville from Idaho Falls area. Yep. Uh, that'll be on Cache Valley Daily. It's also on KVNU. Jason Walker will be there playing, to yep. calling the play-by-play. Yep. playing. I'll be playing. You'll be playing. <laughs> You'll be playing the buttons on the device. Um, And then tomorrow, another schedule of high school football games all over the state. A lot of road games. Skyview's home, um, but a lot of other teams on the road. We've got the schedule on Cache Valley Daily. We'll have uh, opportunities to watch, listen, follow along uh, throughout the evening. And then Saturday, Utah State taking on UConn. And as soon as we get off the air here, we'll give away our tickets. We'll go back to the Twitter and... Pick a winner for yep. that pair of tickets. Going to fire up the random number generator I got going, so I'll basically count how many
1: we have and pick a number, and that's who wins. And we'll let you know uh, probably just via
3: Twitter. Yeah, via Twitter, because <laughs> that's how you entered. So we'll notify you there. Uh, but thanks for tuning in, everybody. Again, high school football tonight. Logan High pregame expecting it around 8.15.
1: Yeah, we'll see. The kickoff's expected at 8.30. I'd expect
3: pregame to be closer to 8.30, 8.45. All right. Well, good luck tonight. And best of luck to everybody involved. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.